0: Hey listeners, welcome back to the show. Today's episode is the second part of a presentation I recently gave at Freedom X Fest. During this presentation, we dive into the idea of ecstasy and how you can use this state of mind to control the neurochemicals in your body and take your productivity to another level. If you haven't checked out the first part of the episode, it's published right before this. If you have, amazing. Welcome back to the show, you guys. I think you're going to enjoy the rest of the presentation, and let's hop back into the show. We stand today. The business method. The business, With method. The, the business method. The business method podcast. The business method podcast featuring Chris Reynolds. Entrepreneurs systems, methods, tools, and tactics for location independence. On our second series, we are interviewing 100 entrepreneurs that have built location-independent businesses that generate a million dollars or more in annual revenue. There's a growing movement of people building these caliber businesses, and we are getting behind the minds, the logic, and the science of what it takes to build businesses like this. On top of that, we also gather entrepreneurs at events and retreats around the world. This October, we are having our annual event in Thailand, Get Shit Done Live. It's 10 days of high-performance productivity, targeted collaboration, and rapid execution designed for entrepreneurs to get a lot of work Done in a little amount of time. Some say it's like ten months of work in ten days. There's a magic that happens when brilliant minds come together to push one another towards productive execution. That is exactly what this retreat is about. Check out all the details at thebusinessmethod.com. That is thebusinessmethod.com. Now, let's jump in today's show. The Business Method. Well, you, you notice both like uh, Emil and, and remind me of your name. Is sorry, uh, Angelique. Yeah. They uh, are both in states, intense states of giving. She's cooking for 150 people, a meal saving lives, and that they shift to, well, a meal for sure, to that gamma state, but you're probably at a more relaxed state, right, when you're cooking. Yeah, very true, very cool. Okay, little little round of applause for Andrew. Okay, good job, guys. Thanks for sharing. So we're going to work on, like, getting your daily dose, and every day, like, I try to get my daily dose of positive neurochemicals that really get me into the state of ecstasis and help me be more productive. Those four chemicals are dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, and endorphins. It's really easy to kind of get these into our system based on some small practices and just conditioning. So the enemy of uh, our daily dose or those positive neurochemicals and ecstasis is really cortisol. Now let me get over here so you guys see better. Cortisol uh, is very toxic to our bodies And this is released when you're feeling distress, anxiety, fear, anger, and frustration. So it inhibits our memory, um, impairs learning, suppresses immune system, decreases blood, uh, increases blood sugar, decreases bone formation, and actually can lengthen the time for our, our wounds to heal. And ways to stop it. First thing, I mean, a lot of us are online a lot. Get away from the damn computer. So if anybody feels this uh, feeling of distress and overwhelmed feeling of tiredness, but like you just still wanna push through to finish the project or whatever it is at the end of the day, you have to create a pattern interrupt and get away from the computer and do something that's gonna get you at ease, get you in a different state of mind and release those positive neurochem- neurochemicals from your body. This is, a lot, this is hard for a lot of A-type entrepreneurs because we want to push through and we want to make it happen and we're so exhausted but literally if we go to bed in that state of mind, it's, it's, not, uh, it's not in a good state for us to wake up and then be productive to the next day. So a lot of times I'll work till 8, 9, 10 p.m., I'll feel the cortisol being released in my body and I just have to get away from the computer and I'll go do something like have a nice dinner, do some push-ups, go for a walk, Netflix and chill. And then literally like an hour and a half later, I'll feel another rush of some neurochemicals come back into my body, and I can bang out another hour, hour and a half of work by midnight before I go to bed. So you have to create that pattern interrupt in our brains that tells you you're gonna be more productive if you get away from that. Um, rest and relax, exercise, eating healthy, meditate, all, di- <clears throat> all different ways. So our first neurochemical is dopamine. And so when dopamine is low, so is motivation. Uh, procrastination, self-doubt is linked to low levels of do- dopamine. So negative anxiety, dopamine vo- really motivates you to take action. So ways to increase dopamine: increase, listen to music. The number one reason why I had music playing while you guys came in is to increase some dopamine in your body, so you feel more excited. Then we did some laughs, some jokes, and some chants to uh, increase some more neurochemicals. Another way to do that is break down your big goals into little pieces. So you have to celebrate the small wins. Um, have a nice glass of wine in the evening to g- congratulate yourself on a hard day's work. Take Saturday off and really enjoy and reward yourself for having a day of, uh, or a week of productive work. All my, almost all my clients, like they do, they do not reward themselves. It's a thing, it's an epidemic amongst entrepreneurs. We just wanna work, 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 work towards the next thing. And so the first thing I, one of the first things I have them do is make sure every week they do something to reward themselves. And the thought always comes up. The question always comes up. It's like, why? Why should I reward myself? Well, it's because you worked your ass off for the past week and you're building a business. Reward yourself and break those down. That increases dopamine. Our next one is oxytocin. That's a neurotransmitter that makes people feel bonded called the trust chemical or cuddle drug. So those of you that love to cuddle for hours, you're addicted to oxytocin. Um, This is what also happens when you're cooking or washing dishes or knitting. Literally scientifically proven, like short repetitive hand movements, you guys releases oxytocin into our body and gives us better orgasms, true story. So yeah, when we bond, when we break bread, when we have dinners together, we're feeling that oxytocin. We've had oxytocin all week on these amazing dinners and these talks that we have. And uh, touch, so aim for a six second hug, eight six second hugs per day. And that will be our exercise for today. So I want everybody to stand up and find a partner. And what you're gonna do, you're gonna do this three times, you guys. For six seconds, give a different person a hug. Ready and go. One, two, three, four, five, six, Next person, I'll take a hug. Thank you. Ah, oxytocin. Thank you. Cuddle cuddle hormone and trust chemical, yeah. If you guys have ever been to churches where they give hugs in the morning, Right, same thing. Go to church, get oxytocin. (laughs) You need another one? Need another one? I think we're doing more than three. You guys like oxytocin. (laughs) We're we're cheating. Okay, I know you guys like each other, but let's wrap it up. There's some huggers that aren't quitting. Oh my gosh, you guys are good at this. (laughs) We got a lot of cuddlers here. Okay, guys. Okay, let's cut it out. Are you guys kissing? Yeah.
1: Win and roll, why not,
0: huh? Oh my. Okay. Okay. We've got more exercises to do. We've got more chemicals. You can, I know. I want to tell you guys something. I've never had a group hug that much in my life, and I've done this presentation many times. I got three already, but I'll take another. One. Thank you. Okay. Cool. So there's oxytocin. So get up from your computers. Hug somebody, hug your partner, hug a family member, hug a child, whomever. hug yourself. I'm sure if you hug yourself, or uh, go have a nice meal, you know, get some oxytocin in your body. Um, next is serotonin. Serotonin flows when you feel significant and important. So we probably just boosted some serotonin in our bodies too. When you're lonely and depression, which is easy if you're a location-independent entrepreneur, even if you're not a location-independent entrepreneur, uh, you're lacking serotonin. Most antidepressants, are focused on the production of serotonin in our body and so ways to increase serotonin think back on a past achievement that you're really proud of sometime when you're really excited and proud of yourself your brain does literally literally does not know the difference between fake and real and so when you're creating this with intensity you're releasing some serotonin into your body this is the reason why gratitude practices are so popular these days and exposing yourself to the sun and getting some vitamin D will release serotonin in our body. So real quick, if everybody just puts your hands on your lap and closes close your eyes, and I want you guys to think about um, a time in your life when you were incredibly proud of yourself. Something you did that you achieved, that made you feel successful, made you feel happy, filled with joy. Think about uh, the people that were there, think about the event, think about the intensity, think about the smells, the noises, the feeling, the thoughts, the reward, feel that. If you want to feel it even more, put your hands on your heart, feel that intensity, that moment, that good feeling, serotonin in our bodies. When we're working away throughout our days and we're depressed, this takes not even 60 seconds, less than five minutes to increase the motivation serotonin. When you guys are ready, feel free to come out. Okay, cool. You guys feel better? How'd that feel? Actually, I want to know about an experience from somebody, what they were visualizing. When I had to give a uh, short presentation to 350 people. Mm-hmm. So, like before that, the minutes before, I was super excited when they put the microphone. This one goes inside, I was like, wow, it's a microphone. You back feel back. important when they put the microphone to the outside. it was site. the only time in my life, yet, but, <laughs> <laughs> Like this microphone. Right, goes, exactly. Yeah. But before the minutes before, I was nervous I, excited. and excited. Yeah. When I was there on the stage, it, it happened. Yeah. yeah. Really does. Yeah. It's amazing it's awesome is we can figure out how to control this and recreate it every single day in our lives and in our team's lives which will increase the productivity for them too um, our next ke- chemical is endorphins so if you want to relieve anxiety which actually blocks productivity and get endorphins pumping released in re- response to pain and stress so when you go into chaos in emergency situations endorphins and adrenaline start to flow through our body Alleviates anxiety, washes that anxiety and cortisol out. And this is where you get the second win or the runner's high. So, ways to increase endorphins, physical uh, activity, laughing, even expectation of laughter. So, comedy. When I got you guys up on stage here, we were talking about if, if these guys were kinky or not. We were putting endorphins in everybody's body. Dark chocolate. That's why people like chocolate. Spicy Thai food, you know, endorphins, aroma, Mexican too, aromatherapy. And especially lavender and vanilla scents. So my girlfriend has a little lavender heart in our bed, which increases some endorphins and brings some neurochemicals into our body. So we're gonna do an endorphins exercise. And I'm wondering who in the audience has the thinks they have the very best laugh. Raise your hand. The best laugh. Okay, we have one right here. Anna's okay, come up here, Anna. Please. Okay, what you're gonna do. Is share your laugh with us for ten seconds, okay? The most, the best laugh you've got, okay? Can you can you do that? Yes. Okay, you ready? You you sure? Yeah. Okay, ready? Go. (laughs) 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 Because I'm thinking about something. What were you thinking about? one of my best friends tried to go inside to our house and he was like that and everybody was watching him and she <laughs> didn't notice about that and everybody was watching in the living room and she was like <laughs> I imagine <laughs> okay <laughs> thank you Anna thank you thank you thank you Okay, you guys, we're all gonna stand up now. We're gonna share our best laugh with each other. So, about 10 or 15 seconds. So, everybody stand up. When I say go now, the more, the harder, the more epic you laugh, the more snots and snorts that you have, the more endorphins that you will have through your body. So, ready? Your best laugh in three, two, one, go! Louder, louder, louder. <laughs> 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 okay. Good job. Round of applause, you guys. I actually do this in my room by myself sometimes. You look really dumb, so maybe you want to start off doing it in your, in your room by yourself. But give yourself a good hard laugh, 20 or 30 seconds. It's really, really good for uh, abdominal workouts too, right? So endorphins exercise. So that's our daily dose. Dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, and endorphins that we can help get into more static states and be more productive. So what's also really, really, really important is the environments and our workspaces. And I think a lot of us are kind of familiar with this. Feng Shui tells us this is important too. But what I've realized is like, you know, if you live in a room and work in a room where you're not, it, you feel that cortisol and distress coming out or in an environment that's stopping your productivity, that's stopping you from getting to ecstatic states. My girlfriend and I recently moved to Italy for the summer. And we got this nice Tuscan cottage, and there is absolutely no distractions. We live in a sunflower field and a wineries across the street. We thought we just wanted to go there on a little romantic holiday for a month or two. We ended up staying five months. We're still there because we love it so much, and I've been in some of the most productive states that I've ever been in. I've lived in amazing cities around the world, but I'm always distracted by the beach or a museum that I have to go or a new restaurant, and it's been amazing being in a, a, a great environment where... There's absolutely no distractions. So think about where you work and where you live because those are very, very important. So I'm going to go through my process of how I plan my week to be in a static state as much as possible to be conscious of what's happening. This is a process that was invented by Tony Robbins, but I edited it throughout the past five years that I've been using it. Feel free to take pictures and take notes but I'm also going to give you a website you guys where you can find the weekly process if you want to check it out. So goal setting system to increase productivity and experience more ecstasis in your life. very first and most important thing is establish a weekly ritual. I recommend either Sunday night or Monday morning where you take 30 minutes to an hour and a half first thing Monday morning if you do it and start this ritual. You'll start to get into static states by a little light meditation, and you can plan your week. So the very first thing I do is clean out my email. I clean out my email because it's just like making your bed or cleaning your room. I know this is difficult for a lot of people. It took me many years to master email. Clean it out and get all the Facebook messages and WhatsApp messages. Get them all out of the way so you can start the week with a clear mind. The next thing is visualize a big picture. So take 10 minutes or so to meditate, drink some tea, play some music, uh, read over your life purpose, 10 year goals, three year goals, three month goals. And you start to slow down those brain waves during this time and decrease the prefrontal cortex activity and go into a more static theta, alpha states of mind. Next thing is celebrate last week. This is the gratitude. This is where we start to release more neurochemicals into our body. It helps you feel more grateful for what's actually achieved. Releases dopamine and serotonin during this process. Write down at least 10 things you're grateful for. Not saying just what they are, but I got to, like it's a present. I got to come to Freedom X. I got to finish that work project. I got to have a dinner with a good friend. I got to meet so and so. So that increases the uh, dopamine and serotonin even more. Then you write down the major lessons learned. If we have a week and we let it go by without reflecting on those major lessons, then uh, they're lost. right? what you learn both positive and negative and reflect back about those events again releasing some more neurochemicals into our body and analyze what didn't happen not to be bad on yourself but to realize what realistic goals are possible as entrepreneurs many of us are very optimistic and think we can do everything we can't so there's a limit to our, our our work that we can do and just recognize on why you didn't achieve that clarify your biggest outcomes five to ten minutes six or seven major outcomes i do these that are in alignment with my three-month goals my three-month goals are in alignment with three years 10 years and lifetime goals so i look at my three-month goals and i write down six or seven outcomes um, regarding business and then a couple outcomes on personal life and schedule everything as much as possible Uh, meetings breaks deep work grocery store exercise the more you do the more you set time for that the more you can be focused on that activity and not distracted by other activities and the more you can be in a static states the more you can release neurochemicals i even plan not to plan sunday is my day not to plan anything because i really don't like planning that much but i do it because i don't feel good when i don't do it and so sunday i have to have a day when i don't plan i have vacations when i don't plan because i need that balance You've got to use a little trial and error to see what works for you and doesn't. It's all productivity is a process of learning and becoming on what exactly what's going to work for you and what doesn't. There's no right or wrong way. There's what because all of us have different personalities. Our brains all function very differently in many ways. So you just kind of have to do the trial and error to see what works and what doesn't. Each night, I plan three most important tasks for the the, the next day. I try to get those done as quickly as possible. So then I have the rest of the day for some more free time or whatever happens in the rest of the day to freely flow into my life. It also helps you visualize the night before of what you want to accomplish the next day and it helps you get ready to go. Everything really takes longer than you think. So I use the rule of two or three. If you think it's going to take two hours, it'll probably take four or five, you know. Um, again, we're very optimistic entrepreneurs. We think we can do more than we, we really can. Uh, which is not a bad thing here's the weekly pre- planning process you guys can find it at the, the businessmethod.com slash freedom X snapshot there if you want Okay, uh, I just interviewed a guy named Kristen Chasmer He said without a doubt the one simple discipline of scheduling his time 10x his productivity and help them scale his business to five million dollars think about like let's take a couple minutes real quick you guys and grab a partner and I want you to talk about your biggest takeaways from Freedom X, and then how you're going to plan, how you plan to implement those using some static states from what you learned over the next, you know, three months or so. So we'll give you guys a couple minutes, grab a partner, and go. Just do about sixty seconds more, you guys. About thirty seconds, okay, guys. We'll wrap up our conversations. I know you're having great conversations, but the audio guy just informed me that our electricity is going to go out very soon. True story. That's what I love to, do. to wrap things up, you guys, when we are reliable and able to make this shift into ecstasis, you start to construct a world that is much more friendly to contradiction and opposites. You become more open. And you also become able to hold on to multiple forms and systems of thinking and by stepping outside of ourselves and reducing that prefrontal cortex activity increasing it in other parts of our brain we gain perspective we become more aware of life and understand empathy and compassion what works what doesn't work for us and we just we we get rid of those ideas of what we think we actually are and we increase the ability to create ideas of what we can be easier. And that's a paradox of selflessness. By periodically losing our minds, we stand a better chance of really finding ourselves. It comes from the book Stealing Fire. We're gonna do some Q&A. I'll tell you about our events that we're doing in Thailand where entrepreneurs all come together to get in gamma state of mind and help scale businesses rapidly and be incredibly productive. And then I have some stuff for you guys at TheBusinessMethod.com forward slash FreedomX. You have the weekly planning there. There's two songs there that I use on a weekly basis to get it in my ecstatic states of mind. So that's it, you guys. Yeah, let's do some Q&A before we wrap things up. So any questions from anybody? So she asked about making the goals. Do I have a program? So I've done a lot of personal development work or I've written down and journaled the legacy of my life from... What the world's going to be like because I was here 500 years from now, 100 years from now, 50 years from now, 10 years from now, three years from now, and three months from now. And so, I always stick with those three-month goals because they're directly in alignment with the rest of the goals. And and I also know that three-month goals are great because they allow a lot of flexibility. I don't like one-year goals because one-year goals I find like six months down the road my goals start to change and uh, i want to add new stuff so i stick with three month goals and then i plan my weekend and those three-month increments i prioritize based on really kind of my three-year vision and then what that three-year vision creates my three-month goals but i know the three-year vision's in alignment with uh, with the rest of the goals it takes a while and it's a process what you really find is when you plan your life for longer term 100 years 50 100 and 500 years you don't, you're not really even thinking about money whatsoever. You're planning about like the legacy, actually, that you're gonna leave. And, and a clarity comes through when you do that, too. Um, but it's a process. Like, I would spend 48 hours in the woods of Northern California and Arizona by myself to figure out some of that stuff. Yeah, if you have any questions, like, you can Facebook me anytime if you wanna ask. Andy. I'm just interested a little in how you of time for different projects you leave spaces for things that come up. How do you do that on a more daily basis? Yeah, good question. Um, the first thing I do is wake, I go pee and I meditate and then I get my exercise in. I don't eat breakfast anymore. I just do um, intermittent fasting. So that gives me like another 30 minutes, 45 minutes to my day. <clears throat> and then I, I start work on my most important tasks that I created the night before. If I get those done, great. Like I have the rest of the day free to do more work if I want to, do some more tasks that are on my weekly schedule or hang out and go for a walk or go to town and have some pizza or whatever. What time does that actually start? Curiosity. You know, uh, it depends on the country that I'm in. So like Thailand is about 6 a.m. because the sun comes up early, goes down (laughs) early. Brazil's very similar. Mediterranean countries are different because like the sun goes down later. I don't base this like on whether the sun's going up or not, just kind of how I feel like it's the right time to get up. And actually, since I've been in Italy, I'm working on a goal that I've never worked on before, getting more sleep. And so I'll sleep like eight hours. And so I'll go to bed at at midnight or one, which is normal for Italian time, and then get up at eight, nine-ish. Yeah, And, and it's natural, like I get up naturally. I used to use alarm clocks, sometimes I do still. Um, depending on what's going on, but then I have a siesta, like a fifteen. I, I find like 15 20 twenty-minute siestas are amazing for me, and I'll, I'll use siestas quite often. Yeah. So, we have to talk to so she wants to talk about drugs, and then uh, do you want to turn the power off? Do you need to? No, we're like two, three minutes. <laughs> two or three minutes. Okay, I can still talk to them without the microphone. If, of course, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we'll go until he needs to shut off. So drugs are interesting, and I know a lot of people, I'll be as diplomatic as as possible with drugs, because I know a lot of people use them to expand consciousness and get in these ecstatic states. And I'll tell you about my experience, because I know there's people that really love them and um, use them to help them get in these states. No judgment on that whatsoever. For me, and what I've learned, there's two different types of activities. Anabolic activities and catabolic activities. Anabolic activities are activities that give us more life, more energy. Catabolic activities are activities that take that away. Almost all drugs and mind-altering substances over the long term are catabolic substances. You know, alcohol, drugs, almost all of them. Actually, I would argue that all of them really are. So if you're using them over long-term, it's actually taking more energy away from you. Now, if you use them, you get inspired, you get connected to a part of your soul that creates more amazing things, then that's great. And I'm not gonna argue against that at all. I was thinking about this new trend now. And microdosing. Yeah, and I have a lot of friends that use that too. The thing about microdosing is that there's no long-term studies on microdosing. It's a new trend um i was talking to a guy named johannes who's in bali Uh, i don't know his last name and i asked him about this last night and he said the same thing he said you know when you use drugs you leave a part of those chemicals from those drugs in your body and it it really affects you in some way and so uh, the other argument is the wisest of the wise are not seeking mind-altering substances on a regular basis they may have used them you know in youth Uh, or at a stage in their life to enhance and then grow and find their purpose. The other thing is that the majority of drug uh, mind-altering substances are used with people in the ages of their 20s, the majority, then it reduces in their 30s and 40s and gets even smaller. So with maturity and different priorities in life, uh, the usage decreases. Again, I'm not going to say they're right or wrong, good, right, bad, right or wrong. So I realized that, and now I rarely drink, but even if I have a beer like I could see a little bit of uh, difference in the next day. And if I have two beers, it's even more difference in the next day, three beers. And I'm cranky with my girlfriend just for three drinks, you know? And so I'll, I'll go out and drink and dance a couple of times a year now. But the the other thing is for me, and again, uh, this is just my experience is that if we're, you know, there's this quote that, that we're not human beings having spiritual experiences. We're, Spiritual beings having human experiences. For me, what that says is that uh, as a spiritual being here on earth, the, the, the most amazing experience we can have is sobriety and creating um, amazing things and manifesting amazing things in this world. And uh, it, it takes me away from the idea that I need anything else, any type of substances uh, other than just myself and being connected with the great spirit, however you want to call it. Thank you. Thank you. Any questions? Any more? All right, we'll wrap up. Uh, thank you guys so much for coming to the presentation. I'll be here for some questions. Check out thebusinessmethod.com. The podcast is amazing. Liam Martin was on the show. He's sitting up front here. Yeah. Uh, again, thank you for coming to Freedom X. Like, I hope you guys had an amazing time. And bon voyage, buen viaje, safe travels, going home. Bye, Thank you Chris, and just to make a markup for our last talk that was scheduled here, we're going to move to yeah. Thank you so much for that. Dude, brother. That was epic. Yeah. So good. I do like it, man. I love the take on drugs as well. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Thank you. I was a little nervous about that, um, because there's so many people that just love them. Yeah, you yeah, know. yeah. And so, I was like, you know, I'll just say what I need to say. Yeah because Jack from Baby Bathwater was very similar so you shouldn't need them yeah. to escape reality. Reality is what you're trying to enhance. Right, exactly. So I, I thought that it's a very balanced view. Can you send me some photos? Can you give me your WhatsApp number? Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Hey, listeners, thanks for joining us once again. We wanted to remind you about our high-performance productivity coaching and our annual Get Shit Done Live Retreat in Thailand. Both are designed for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs to get a lot of work done rapidly. And whether you need some personal coaching while working away at home or a retreat in Thailand where you can get out of your normal routine and surround yourself with other successful entrepreneurs, we have those options for you. Check out all the details at thebusinessmethod.com. And we'll see you on the next podcast.